The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Pirate fans, welcome to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show, brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's Platinum Certified U.S. Cellular stores and experience the highest standard of customer service. Call in on the live line at 317-1250. Now, with a complete recap of the game and your phone calls, live from the Pirate Radio Studios, here's your host of the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter, Clip Brock. That's him. <laughs> All right, welcome <laughs> in. C.J. Johnson's got the belt, the to heavyweight title belt. Fifth quarter Colin show if you heard our segment pregame with billy weaver there was a lot of noise going on and we've said somebody had a wwe championship belt <laughs> well now he's on espn plus cj johnson taking pictures with the belt and uh the pirates are celebrating a 39 to 21 victory over old dominion east carolina taking care of business tonight big look, fourth look, and there's quarter. at taking a picture of the scoreboard of himself so that, he can post it that's got to be a selfie Bet it's going to be a selfie watch we got <laughs> video footage of alan thomas's next selfie on espn plus <laughs> pirates win at 39 21 big fourth quarter for east carolina finishing strong we'll take your calls 317-1250 and recap it all we are here with you on a saturday night on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show back with your calls after this You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All righty, East Carolina, a winner tonight. As Mike Houston talks on uh, ESPN Plus following the victory over Old Dominion 39-21. to Your final score, Clip Brock, Billy Weaver here in the Pirate Radio Studios taking your calls late into the night. Weave, East Carolina needed to bounce back. Wasn't the prettiest, you know, 60 minutes of football I've ever seen, but the better team won, and uh, East Carolina, when it mattered in the fourth quarter, got it done. Nice win tonight. Yeah, pulled away late, and of course, these are good teaching games. They really are. The ones where you don't play exactly the way you draw it up. I mean, there's some things that need to be polished, some things that need to be taken care of, but uh, these are the teaching games. When you win, you know, coaches can kind of get on the players and lean on them a little bit more and get things uh, even better for next week. East Carolina wins it. Uh, cover rather easily for those interested. They were a uh, 12, 13 point favorite in today's game. So got it done tonight on the field. 317-1250 the number. We are also on Facebook Live, YouTube, and we are fat and happy. Thanks to Parker's Barbecue. Enjoyed a post-game meal right before we went on. Barbecue, chicken. They have chicken sandwiches, fish sandwiches back there. Brunswick stew, mac and cheese, hush puppies, corn sticks. What a spread. I got to stop coming here. <laughs> Thanks to Parker's. I'm telling you, look. look. <laughs> Thanks to Parker's BBQ.com. Like we're two games into the season. I've gained 10 pounds. You're catching up with me, Weave. It's not a good thing. All right, Chuck, David, hang on. We'll start tonight with Colin in Charlotte. Hey, Colin. Hey, how are y'all guys? I'm glad that uh, we're kind of talking after a win this time, and I'm actually asking you guys how you're doing. Um, I'm going to start with uh, just – a few negatives I saw and then kind of roll into the positives, which were, you know, in the fourth quarter, they were all over the place. Um, you know, our special teams unit having two blocked point after attempts, uh, that, that just can't happen, especially when you have a kicker who's coming off of a game that he did against NC State, trying to regain that confidence. But to have two blocks, you know, none of that's really on him. It's all about blocking and stuff like that. Um, so I hate that for Daffer, but, you know, at the same time, he had a strong game, so I'm happy for him. Um, I was struggling with the decision to not try and get points 
right before halftime, uh, just kind of rolling through and just kind of going into the half complacent with the lead that we had, uh, kind of took our foot off the gas. And I don't feel like we're the team yet to do that. But at the same time, you know, needless to say, we had the lead, so who cares? That, that's that's where we want to be. Um, and I guess right in the third quarter where we didn't rush up to that third down and try and just get a play uh, that kind of led to the fourth down and the turnover on down. Um, but needless to say, that's too many negatives. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I'm not trying to rain on the parade. We won. It was a scrappy game. This is East Carolina football. That's exactly what I expect. You know, I, I expect us to play four quarters worth of football. Um, you know, our wideouts are the real deal. These guys who came in, these transfers, they're awesome. Uh, Keaton and Rajay getting these long runs and outrunning uh, Robert Kennedy. It was just a bittersweet thing to watch him just get burned down the edge. Uh, and then Marlon Gunn right there at the end. Uh, and then last thing I'll say, you know, I think Malik Fleming's, he's a hell of a punt returner. He's, he's got a natural instinct. He's got a knack for the ball. Uh, and I guess I'll leave you with this last one. How is, uh, how is Jeremy Lewis getting a targeting review for that? But we couldn't get one last week on, uh, Keaton Mitchell getting blown up right in our own end zone. Uh, again, I appreciate y'all's forum. I thank you for everything you guys do. Um, you know, I'll hang up and leave it to you guys. All right. Hey, Hey, Colin. Thanks for calling. No, thank you. All right, we got it. Colin and Charlotte uh, had a lot of things to go on there. That, yeah, uh, it's a, a lot, lot of good points. A lot so. of jumping off points. Um, and I, well, I'll get to our thoughts later on. We do have calls, yeah, so we'll, yeah. uh, we'll take we'll, the calls. We we'll get the calls. Hey, but it did rain on the parade. No, it literally, literally, quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, David is up in Farmville. Hey, David. Uh, I'm sorry, David's in Greenville. My apologies. Hey, David. What's up, David? What's up, guys? What's hey, up? Real fast. I can't believe anybody's calling and complaining about anything. But, hey, I want to... You ever heard the show before? <laughs> <laughs> Is this your first time listening? <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, look, I was just going to say, uh, it's kind of uh, funny how we had no... It was so hot last week, and we had no water, uh, and it rained, like, halfway through the, the, um, the game, so I thought that was pretty funny. Shout out to God for providing the water yes, today. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I actually had a uh, an opportunity to, to bring my own water into the stadium for the first time. You know, then I started thinking about it. I was like, wait a minute. Last week, I had a water, brand new water as I'm going into the stadium. They make, it, make me throw it away, and then they don't have enough water for me to get to buy from them. How dare you? How dare you? Let's focus on this week. Yeah. Pirates are one and one. We're talking about water. Sorry, I got off track. Yeah, no problem. But hey, look, I, I do got to complain about something, and it's a huge pet peeve I've always had ever since I've been associated with ECU and football. Whenever there's an interception, why do we play jump on it? That's for a fumble. Nah, I guess they do it for a turnover. For every, for every turnover. I hear you. I mean, if you yeah. want to get technical, what uh, what song should we play on a pick? I mean, I don't know. I think we need to bring um, uh, Lamb back in and ask him. I mean, it worked this time. Let's try again. All right. Well, we'll. Uh, we'll I'm going bring... to think on that. We got to think of a good interception song. Pick. It seems like it's awkward. Like my, I have little kids and they're like jump on. I'm like, don't jump on it, guys. That, that's for fumble. <laughs> Yeah. Like, All right. Five more, five more for bowl eligibility. Have a good night, boys, and uh, go Pirates. All right, we'll count them down. Five more to go, uh, and we're going bowling. All right, uh, Chuck is up next in Charlotte. Hey, Chuck. Hey, thanks for uh, taking my call. So, uh, 
Yeah, um, you know, a, a couple of ugly games. One didn't one didn't go our way, and and, and this one definitely did. Um, I usually talk about the offense. I've called in a couple of times, but uh, man, uh, I, I just see a lot of good things happening on the defense. Um, back in the Scotty Montgomery days, it seems like we were using all kinds of crazy exotic blitzes and stuff. And they would work for a while, and then they wouldn't. And I even saw that, you know, with this team. But it seems like these last two games, we, we've just been lining up and rushing three or four, getting decent pressure. Um, I, I just – I feel like we've, we've fixed a lot of things that were, were problems in the past, and we, we've sort of taken the ceiling of the past. And we've – I think Mike Houston is making that the floor now. And so I, I, I'm really encouraged um, – with the last uh, two games that I've seen, I, I think we're going to see some of the best East Carolina football that we've ever seen the rest of the season. But, man, this, this is a pretty weird football season so far, don't you think? So There's no telling what we're going to see from here on out, but this, this is um, this was a, this was an entertaining game, particularly that fourth quarter. What did you all think? Yeah, it was, and uh, good to flex the muscle there in the fourth. That's what the better team on the field is supposed to do, dominate. We yep. say no quarter, yep. and uh, we brought it today, Weave. Yeah, and that's the thing is, is you know, there are a lot of teams um, like Old Dominion um, that, are, that will go into a game as a heavy underdog. They're going to give you a fight for – one, two, sometimes three quarters. But like you said, Clip, that's where the better team has to step up in the fourth quarter, um, show their their athleticism, their bigger, faster, stronger mentality, and, and put put teams away in the fourth quarter, and that's what East Carolina did. Actually, East Carolina started to put them away in the third quarter. So um, it after that first touchdown drive from Old Dominion to start the second half, East Carolina took control from there and, and pretty much – Kept their foot on the the gas pedal, except for that that last touchdown. I don't like. Yeah, that, but. didn't like that one much either. But all right, uh, Bryce likes these later start times for East Carolina. He's out in L.A. Not a Nooner fan, but he can actually uh, catch these. Uh, Bryce, how you doing out there, buddy? I'm, I'm a Nooner fan. Oh, but, well, you know, a Nooner is nine a.m. for me. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know the time zones. Like, Nobody got that. You know, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm walking into this giant. Uh, party here in L.A., so, uh, but hey, I got able to do this, and, you know, it reminds me of the Sip days, where we always had that really cool calm that the second half, we knew we were going to have everything, you know, the adjustments were made, um, you know, and Mike Houston's a lot of things, and he's a great X's and O's guy, and, you know, I, I really enjoy, I think Igo pointed it out somewhere on the Twitter um, about this is the second straight week where the fourth quarter, you know, we just absolutely dominated. And, um, yeah, that is, man, seeing the field like he does. Uh, obviously, I mean, uh, I know the majority of the calls have been about special teams, and I think those guys are just going to get brought through the ringer. And, um, you know, I, I, I still believe in Owen. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I hope these guys enjoy it because, like, uh, what, you're, uh, what your partner was just saying a second ago, um, you know, the uh, these guys, this would have set Old Dominion's season up. They gave us, you know, every piece of scratching and clawing that they got. And um, I would also like to gloat a little bit in the hilarity of Gene Tech taking us off their schedule, putting Old Dominion in there, being 0-2 against them so far. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll find a way to get out of that scheduled series, too. Yeah, absolutely. They don't want any part of Old Dominion anymore. Yeah, maybe they should do apps. 
you know? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody wants App right now either. App might not be able to schedule games for the future. No, nobody's no, going uh, to nobody's gonna want App on their schedule. We might, we might be playing them a lot here soon. I wouldn't soon. mind that though. Yeah. I think that'd be a, that's a great series to keep going. I love, I love those 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 games. All right, Bryce. Good to hear from you, man. Cheers, right. go Pirates. All right, there's Bryce. He's got the highest shorts in America, and he's rocking them. I'm sure at that party. He's. Have, I, I tell you what, wouldn't you like to be at a at a, at a party, an LA party, right now? Eh, I'd like to be in bed sleeping. No, oh, I don't he's know. He's got the shortest and the brightest pants. Yeah, they are a bright coral, some kind of fluorescent some sort flavor. Of color. All right, Monica, Cameron, Kyle, hang on. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll have more for you on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call In Show. East Carolina, a winner tonight, 39-21 over Old Dominion. Pirates 1-1 one one on the year, welcoming in for the first time ever the Campbell Fighting Camels next week. We'll be back with more after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you. 317-1250 is the number on the Pitt Electric Live line on the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter call-in show. Got Kentucky, Florida on Kentucky with a 23-16 lead in the swamp as they wind down the third quarter on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Keep you up to date Dumb on up. some scores. How about uh, earlier today, Alabama needing a field goal at the end to beat Texas. App State wins at Texas A&M. Houston played in double overtime. They were in triple overtime last week. Double overtime today. They lost to Texas Tech. Been a wild Saturday in college football. All right, 317-1250. Kyle Cameron, hang on. Let's go to Monica in Greenville. Hey, Monica. Hey, guys. Uh, who wants to be in L.A. at a party when you can be in Greenville after a pirate, pirate win? Uh, gee, they can- <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. You haven't looked around here. Ain't no, ain't a whole lot of partying going on in this place. <laughs> well. Now, man, there will be some in downtown Greenville tonight, that's for sure. Anytime a pir- the Pirates win, there's a party in Greenville. Um, so, let's, you know, breaking down the game, right, so up until the third quarter, it was really a head-scratcher statistically. This was a, a truly a game of statistics kind of lie. I mean, we, we the Pirates were just absolutely dominating uh, from a statistical standpoint and just could not pull ahead. Finally, we did what we've been doing best in the, in, in the first game and this game, which is dominating the second half. You know, shutting out Wolfpack last week, and then coming in, allowing only one touchdown for the rest of the game, or there was two there in, in the fourth quarter, one in the fourth quarter, but really dominating the second half is is what helped us. Um, great things today. The the game was really balanced. We had great yards. Good to see Keaton Mitchell and Rajay Harris just totally break it out. I mean, Keaton is just so fast, um, and and that was a big difference maker. And several really long drives throughout the game which gave us time of possession and eventually that's what wore their defense down was the 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 time of possession just just killed um the monarchs tonight um i will say you know we do you know we looking at the schedule we've got seven teams on our schedule that are bowl teams from last year so we're going to have to clean up special teams everybody's going to comment on that tonight i don't know what's going on but they need to clean that up um the other thing we have to comment on is you know, Holton took four sacks tonight. 
Um, when we look at our schedule and the team we want to be, the team we know we are, we got to clean that stuff up. But this is a pirate win. It wasn't the prettiest win. Um, we'll take it, uh, but let's clean up the things that we need to clean up and keep winning. So go Pirates. All right, Monica. Appreciate the call tonight. Monica in Greenville. 317-1250. We go next to Cameron in Greenville. Hey, Cameron. Clip. How about them Pirates, man? Uh, what a win. Uh, it feels good to come back and dominate like that, even though it didn't feel like it at times we were dominant. Or as Monica said, statistically, we did dominate, and then we finally got some score, run up the score a little bit in the second half. But I'm supposed to say props to that guy from, uh, what's his name, Ali or whatever, from the Old Dominion. What a player he is. Without, I mean, that, that game, Old Dominion might not have scored at all if it wasn't for that guy. So props to him. Uh, I like what I saw um, defensively in the second half, uh, pressure in the quarterback kind of mixing up some blitz games and stuff like that. Uh, corners play pretty good. Just We gave up a few big plays tonight, and that's really the difference. Um, we kind of struggled in the first half to have big plays ourselves on offense, and the second half, our, you know, Rajay and Keith got going. So I'm happy to see that. I'm happy to get a win. Guys, special teams has to be fixed, or that's going to cost us more ball games. If we want to be as good as we think we can be this year, we have got to fix special teams. You can't just be missing blocks as an offensive lineman on special teams and giving up block extra points. I mean, it's just ridiculous at this point, guys. we got to fix special teams. Next five games we have are winnable. Let's go out and win them. Let's pack Dowdy Fickland next week and then the week after that against Navy. Um, and as always, go Pirates. All right, Cameron. Thanks for the call. Ollie Jennings on the UB stat sheet. Eight catches, 196 yards, three mm. touchdowns. Wow. He was a one-man show for him last week. He was a one-man show today, and East Carolina could not cover him. All right, uh, 317-1250 on the Pit Electric Live Line. We go next to Kyle in LaGrange. Hey, Kyle. Hola, mi amigos. How y'all doing? Doing good. Hanging in there? Yeah, I'm hanging in there like a uh, dingleberry. Um, <laughs> why? I mean, why? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> why not, right? I appreciate it, though. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, look, guys, um, first I want to say ODU's good football team. Um, Virginia Tech's handling Boston College at home. Um, they're a good football team. I think what this transfer portal has done unintentionally about the Power Five is create a lot of parity in college football. When you look at what Marshall did today, you look what Appalachian State did today, you look at San Jose State hanging with Auburn. I think the transfer portal has created a lot of parity in college football. And now with the new 12-team playoff, it'll be even more parity. I, the NIL is the only thing that's kind of going to keep it from being what it should be. But that is what it is. That's big picture stuff. Um, I told everybody all week, Clip, that Old Dominion led the nation in block kicks last year. Yeah. It blocked yeah. six field goals, four punts, and uh, 17 starters back. They were both team last year. Um, I thought this was going to happen. Um, thankfully, we were able to overcome it. Our depth and just the way we play football so physically took a toll on them. You could see we wore them out. And, uh, you know, this is a team that, like I said, handled Virginia Tech last week, who I think a lot of people did give them enough credit for that win, and they're handling BC at home. So I'm repeating myself, but nonetheless, just happy to see the Pirates win, um, guys. So, you know, got this one behind us, Campbell next. Got a chance to get on a winning streak here. Um, I don't know how good we can be. I think we can be a pretty good football team. I think we can compete for the conference championship. But we do have to clean up special teams, despite Old Dominion being a very good kick-blocking team, no excuse to have two PATs blocked in one game. And um, for the fans, you know, I heard, a, you know, I wasn't at the game tonight. Um, I heard a lot of fans 
talking crap about Owen from what I've heard from other people at the game on those block PATs. He didn't have a damn thing to do with those block PATs. Um, I think anybody you know listening to this probably knows that. It's the casual fan that's going to blame him for that. Uh, he made his two field goals he tried, so good on Owen for bouncing back. Um, guys, I'm going to ask Pirate Nation, if you're out there listening, surgery Monday at Vidant, ECU Health, whatever the hell it's called now, for the colon cancer. Wish me prayers, thoughts, positive vibes, whatever you got. Send them my way. Go Pirates, and uh, hopefully I'll be back home to watch Campbell next weekend. All right, Kyle. Hoping the best for you, man. Absolutely. Praying Appreciate for you, Kyle. In. Hey, I've, I've got a few things to say about the kicking game and, and Owen Daffer in particular. First of all, I thought it was wonderful that East Carolina, um, that the first points of the game were scored by Owen Daffer. Second, um, there was a penalty. I think it was a false start after the was it second or th- second touchdown yeah. moved back. So it was a long extra point. Before Owen lined up for that, at the other end of the field, the Boneyard, uh, very loudly, was chanting, Owen, Owen, Owen. So the student section was 100% behind him. Third point that I will make, after the second blocked extra point, um, I did have somebody that I could hear behind me in the stand saying something that, you know, that guy's got to go, blah, blah, blah. I actually turned around and said, that's not on him. That is not on him. First of all, after the second, you had you had an ECU offensive lineman laying on the ground who just got bull rushed up the middle. Um, that is a very good defensive team, defensive line. I mean, they got the Holton Nailers five times. Obviously, there are some of those same guys on special teams that are playing um, on that defensive line. They make a living at that. That's what they do. There's a there's a, a part of that that they've kind of taken from Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech played Beamer ball. They made it um, a point to be very good and special teams. And Old Dominion has taken a little bit out of that playbook. So I don't put any of that on Owen Daffer. I think he had a heck of a game tonight, and the students are behind him 100%. Um, like you guys were saying, some somebody was saying earlier, it's just one or two of the, the people that, maybe it was Clip, you said the casual fan that just is, is doesn't know any better. Yeah, well, Kyle said it. Yeah, Kyle I'll said agree it. with yeah. it. Um, we made it a point to be really good on special teams, too. We just haven't yet. True. We yeah. got to... We gotta, we got to got to got to you got to put the work in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh let's go next to Gustavo in Charlotte. Hello Gustavo. Hey Clip, a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, ECU graduate class of 96 here. Um big fan of the program. Thanks for having me on. Um Hey, last week I heard someone call in. Uh, why are you doing this? Really good point after the uh the UNC Raleigh game. They said uh they said that Mike Houston had these boys roving. Clip. He said some. He had these. He had the Pirates roving. And uh, you know, I turn on. I flick on the television tonight. Me and the white Teresa here. And I'll be darned if that handsome, anonymous, charming gentleman. You know, I think he may have had a pointer three. And um, I just have a feeling that. The next time you hear from that charming, anonymous, handsome, could-be-anyone gentleman, the Pirates are going to be knuckled deep in a winning streak. And I think that they're going to be marching their way, marching along to an American Athletic Conference championship game in Greenville, North Carolina, hosted by the Pirates of ECU, and they're going to go on to win that and play in a New Year's Six Bowl. And, uh, Clip, again, you know, first-time caller, a, a little nervous here, but if, if I could leave you with a note, 
we gotta hold on to what we got. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. We got each other, and that's a lot for love. We'll give it a shot. Oh, oh we're Oh, goodness. That is Gustavo in Charlotte <laughs> referring to Atticus in Charlotte's call. Atticus, Atticus, Atticus. Thank you, Atticus. Gustavo. Good to hear from you. All right. Knuckle deep. Oof. 317-1250. Why? Why did he have to say that? Why was he whispering and then... I don't know. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. There's Why? No whisper in that Maybe song? because he was the opposite of... That guy Atticus Good who call. was yelling. Yeah, oh, maybe so. Maybe, maybe that's so. what it was. All right, Kenny, Gene. What is that person's name? Bullshack. Yeah, I remember Please. he called last week. Bull Bullshack called. Bullshack. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. That's Bull the Bull one. Island. That's the one that I had to cut off last week. Uh oh. If my memory cur- uh, serves correctly. Oh, good. We'll see what happens this time. Hopefully, he behaves himself. All right. We'll take a timeout, come back, get to those calls on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call in show. Pirates a winner tonight over Old Dominion. Back with you after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call in show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, lines locked and loaded here after a Pirate victory over Old Dominion 39-21 on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Thanks to Parker's Barbecue providing the pregame and postgame food today. And you can check them out, parkersbbq.com. Make it a uh, Sunday hit. That was always Parker's Day in my family. Sunday. Sundays? Yeah. yeah it's uh, a good day to church, go to church. Yeah. Well, every day is a good day to go to Parker's, but especially Sunday. Well, Sunday's a great oh, one. Yeah. Watch some football and graze all day long. That's I a would, good plan for tomorrow. I will just have to say, if you go to the Parker's Barbecue on Memorial after church on Sunday, you better get there early, because if not, you're waiting in line. Well, yeah, and that's because it's really good. That's right. All right, let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line. Kenny is up in Blunt's Creek. Hey, Kenny. Hey, Cliff. Uh, Billy, how y'all doing tonight? Uh, Look, uh, good win, man. I just uh, nothing, nothing like a win to, 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 to wash away last week. Uh, hopefully, this will build for next week. Uh, I'd like to give a little shout out to Monica. She's always got her stats. She knows what's going on. Uh, just a few observations tonight. Look, beat a dead horse, but special teams, regardless if it's offensive linemen, I don't really blame Owen, but uh, special teams got tightened up. Uh, a couple of bad punts I didn't think were really good. Uh, getting the blocks. Okay, that team's good. But you know what? We're supposed to be better than that. We cannot win if we keep making them mistakes. Um, defense, man, they turn it around as always. Take a half, really put the heat on. They finally got some sacks going on in the fourth quarter. I thought that was a turning point. Running the ball, it was kind of tough. Sledding up the middle in the first half. Second half, we really got Keaton got that 81. That was amazing. But uh, we just, you know, we, we got a few things we need to tighten up, man, and this can be a really special team. Um, I would like to say one thing about um, the play calling. I, I don't understand why, for the love of God, we do not move our receivers in motion. 
it's like they all line up and it's one-on-one every play. I wish we could move some guys around and get them out in space, get them moving. Uh, I think that would open up the offense. But, hey, you know, I'm just a local guy that sits back and watches football. So, um, But, hey, big win. Let's, let's keep it going. Pirate Nation was awesome. Bad weather, but we still showed up. Fire Radio kicked tail again today. Uh, shout out Jason Shepard. His food was amazing. And uh, y'all have a good good weekend. Enjoy this victory. And uh, let's go Cowboys tomorrow. Oh, man. You had to ruin that call right then? Really? You knew, you knew I was. I know, but come on now. <laughs> Tom Brady's going to pick that defense apart tomorrow. Hey, look, and I love your shirts a lot better this week. <laughs> I appreciate it, Kenny. All right, Kenny. Have a Ken- great night, man. Thanks. Kenny and Blunt's Creek calling in. And uh, appreciate the call as always. We go next to Gene in Atlantic, North Carolina. Hey, Gene. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Doing great. Good, good. Chalk this up to an overreaction Saturday. But how about that running back that came in to kill the clock? I thought he was going to punch it in there. Let's go. Yeah, I, I tell you what, man. I, we were all in the studio watching that play, going, "Go, go, go! Get in, get in, get in!" That would have been uh, that would have been something to see. I mean, that 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 would have been a lot of Welcome fun. Welcome to the Gun Show, hey, Marlon yes. Gun. Yes, baby. I'm so glad you remember his name because she told me and I forgot. But yes, yes, I wish you'd have punched it in. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Future is bright. Oh yeah, he's a big dude too, yeah. Marlon Gun. We got him, Lampley. I don't know where we're getting these boys from, but we got some big freshmen on this team. Yeah. So uh, I like where the future is. All right, we go to this guy in Brooklyn. Hello, Brooklyn. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. But first off, I wanted to say last week, I did not say nothing bad on the call. Shirley, uh, you're right. Uh, this is not the guy. So, Bullshack, you're good. You're good. But I'm going to keep it short and sweet, starting off with number one. We gotta fix special teams. Number two, I think we got something special going on in that backfield. And number three, that's a great win and a great way to end our Saturday night. Go Pirates! All right, yeah, Bulls, Bullshack's the uh, that's right, three point guy, the three point guy. We like you, Bullshack. We uh, we apologize. We had the wrong guy. Okay, that's that's my. I just thought I was thinking Brooklyn, New York. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the guy I cut off last week. But no, is is it because are you? I digress. you, You got something against Brooklyn? No. What's going on? Come on now. No, well, we don't like them, them Yankees uh, no, around here out. in Brooklyn. I, I, because where the guy called from was not a normal, uh, I guess you could say, a normal place that right, would right. call. Yeah, and because, I think that's why it stood out to me. I thought oh, yeah. I thought that was who it was. Bullshag, we like your calls. Thanks for yeah. calling in. It's not a normal place like Tampa and L.A. that we get calls from. <laughs> Look, <laughs> just, Billy, I, I'm just kidding, Shirley. Billy, Shirley, I'm kidding. I'm going to need you <laughs> to relax. <laughs> All right, three one seven twelve fifty. He hugged it, and he Florida will left. have a chance. Six thirteen oh. left to go. Gators are going to get the ball after missed field Kentucky, goal. Kentucky, come on! Kentucky has a look at that scene in the swamp. Twenty three sixteen, the score. All right, we go to Zach in Dunn next. Hey Zach. Hey Zach. Zach might be done in a minute. Zach. Zach, come on. All right, Zach's gone. Let's try Sam in Greenville. Wait. Wait. Zach. Hey, I'm here. I put you on hold. I'm sorry. So, guys, special take. As special as Lincoln Riley was on offense, that's how special Blake Harrell is on defense. That's my hot take for the night. He is so special. Uh, Also, um, guys, 
we're allowed to have different takes in the stands. The fact that somebody comes over and gets in somebody's face because of a disagreement, that's a problem. Uh, at the end of the night, we did what we were supposed to do, um, but we still have some issues. I know I'm being a dead horse, but come on now. We, we can't get to the end of the year and win the conference without these special teams. Um, I know that Owen Dasper is going to be the horse that everybody falls on, but, man, dude, we, we cannot do this every week where we just let all these people get all the way through and block these guys' kicks. This guy ain't the problem. He's a good kicker. He won games for us last week. or I'm sorry, last year. He didn't win for us last week. I'm sorry. No, nah, not last week. But uh, last year, he, he hit some big kicks for us, and uh, he's going to do it for us this year. But we got to block for him, man. And uh, it's just we get, we got to do the small things right. And uh, I, I feel like we're on the way. But come on now. Let's go, Pirates. All right, Zach. Thanks for the call. Uh, David is keeping up. He's making uh, fifth quarter bingo cards. I, did. I have been following. That's pretty good. So I think good. I had one on the bingo card. David said, uh, drink if you have beat a dead horse on your fifth quarter bingo card. We just had that one again. And also drink if you had Lincoln Riley on your fifth quarter bingo card. Well, he, I, I, I gave him one. Beamer ball. He said, drink if you have Beamer ball on the fifth quarter. There's another card. one. That was a good one. Special teams, uh, that one's going to be hit a lot yeah, tonight that, for good reason. That one you knew was going to be game. on the bingo card early yeah. on. So, But the good thing is, is you know what? That special teams and what happened tonight is fixable. I hope so. I think it is. All right. Gabriel, Chris, Sam, hang on. We will go to break. Don, you hang on as well as just like last week. We just get rolling. We have four lines, and they've been locked pretty much the entire time. So we'll keep it rolling here on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show and have more of your calls when we return after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you on the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. Taking your calls, 317-1250. Lines locked and loaded, so let's go through them so you can get in. Uh, Don, Gabriel, Chris, hang on. We'll start with Sam in Greenville on the Pit Electric Live line. Hey, Sam. What's up, Clip? How are you doing? Great, man. Uh, game today, feeling pretty good. Thought we did everything we should have done. Should have done a little bit more. Special teams, obviously, pretty bad. I'm not going to hit on that. I actually want to talk about play calling. Uh, Donnie K, can he take us to where we should be? That's my question. Um, last week, we saw whatever, third and four, fourth and four, we're going deep. Today, I thought early on, we were kind of running. It wasn't working out. Obviously, it worked out some. Your running offense concerns me greatly. Um, actually, other than the key and Mitchell big run. Um, that, I thought crowd was decent for the rain. Everything involved, obviously, bad weather. I thought students showed out, all of that. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Clint. What do you got for me? All right, yeah, run game. When you said that, I looked up Raji's numbers, and they do not jump off the page. He finished the game 
Uh, 16 carries, 61 yards. So that's 3.8 a carry. Found the end zone. And, of course, Keaton was helped with his 81-yard run. So the numbers are going to look pretty good. But, yeah, I, 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 look, next week they should be able to run all over Campbell. If they don't, that is a problem. Yeah, that, that will definitely be a problem. The thing, the thing I like about Keaton Mitchell is Keaton's one of those guys. He'll hit you, you know, for a one or two yard gain. Might get stuffed. Might lose a yard or whatever. But he's always got that potential to do what we saw tonight and break off an eighty yard run. And once he got into the secondary, everybody in the stadium knew they were all pointing to the end zone. Because they knew once he got to about the 45-yard line, he was gone. There was nobody that was going to catch him. And there was a drive where they got Rajay going, and he started hitting four, five, yeah. six-yard carries. He made some great spin moves, too. Yeah. Rajay, really, he spun out of a few tackles that were very impressive. If you didn't watch the game, and my God, you know how many rushing yards uh, – Old Dominion. Old Dominion had negative seventeen in the third quarter. That so was I don't helped know what out they by finished. sacks, right? I don't, uh, I don't know what they finished. They with. finished with fifteen rushing yards. East Carolina outrushed Old Dominion two hundred sixty-one to fifteen. Yeah, uh, and and again, a lot of that is Keaton, and then Marlon Gunn had a forty-yard run. So you gotta you gotta account for that, but still not great, but uh, better than we saw last week. All right, Sam. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Chris in Washington next. Hello, Chris. Hey guys, uh, biggest thing I want to hit on is strength and conditioning. We've seen it two days, two games in a row. They've gotten tired and we've gotten stronger. Um, that's been nice to see. It's just something I felt like it's been lacking for several years before Coach Houston. Um, that's that's the football we're playing. The more of that smash mouth, just stay in it. More of attrition and be there at the end. Remember Mike Houston last week saying he didn't think you know State could hang with him for four quarters and and East Carolina. Was the better team in the second half, better team in the fourth quarter, and they were again tonight. So uh, Chris is right. That's back-to-back weeks. Well, if you look through the history of East Carolina football, when they've been really good, when have they been good? They've been good in the fourth quarter. They've outworked people. They've been better in the weight room. Back when you know Coach Connors was there, that was a big emphasis, getting guys in the weight room, getting them bigger, faster, stronger, and to be able to not be out of gas in the fourth quarter. And that's what we're seeing a little bit now with East Carolina is they're getting back to those old ways of getting stronger as the game goes longer. All right, uh, Chris, thanks for the call. Let's go next to Gabriel in Winston-Salem. Hello, Gabriel. Hello. Hello, Clip. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? I am fantastic as well. Let me tell you what. I am so freaking pumped. I am. I have not seen. I ooh, here. I listen. I, I I went to ECU during the Coach Mo era. Okay, seeing this team go through an, a really an impressive ODU team like this. I don't look special teams. Everybody's been harping on it. It's important. I understand. We need to focus on it. But dang it, this is. I mean, I haven't seen ECU play football like this. You know, since I was a little kid. Since I was a little kid, and you know what? I'm going to go back, and I'm going to say this all started at the SMU game two years ago when we played SMU, when we played our butts off in the first half, and we closed out that game perfectly. And then going into the next season, and then only being really a couple of minutes away from being a 10-2 and team, and then coming into this season, there's no way we don't play for an AAC championship this year. What do you think? 
All right, Gabriel's fired up. Uh, good callback to that SMU game. That was the game where Tyler Sneed had like yeah. 18 catches or whatever, or 20, how many? 19, uh, whatever it was. Um, uh, there's no way we don't play for an American championship. There, there's certainly a way because you have really good teams, but to be in the conversation, yeah, I'll take that. East Carolina should be in the conversation this year. Absolutely, and that's the thing is East Carolina wants to be in the conversation for a conference championship every year. And uh, this, but this now it's feeling more like a an right. actual thing because we can say. because the program is headed in the right direction. You you got a good feeling about this. Of course, Pirates just have to take care of of business in September, get into conference play, and then uh, we'll go from there. Got a a real string there where I think it's Navy, USF, and then Tulane. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you want if you want to be in the conversation. You got to win those three. Absolutely, like you can't get upset. Nope. You can't mm-hmm. lose one nope. of those. Got to win those three. Get three and zero in the league to start really thinking about it. All right, Don is up next in Greenville. Hello, Don. Don Jaworski calling in, brother of uh, of Ron Jaworski. Jaws, good to hear from you, man. Hey, how's it going, Cliff? What's going on, B-Weed? Got to talk to Shirley earlier. Uh, how about the part? <laughs> they look yes. good, Jaws, man. You, did you watch the game tonight? I did, Cliff. I, I've actually watched the last two games. And, uh, you know, it's. It, I, I'll, I'll get to that. But first of all, the, the, the caller that called in, uh, uh, singing John Bon Jovi, uh, the ledge up here uh, near Lackawanna, uh, you know, do you guys have caller ID? He needs to call every game, uh, every night after his games. I got a feeling we'll be hearing from him throughout the season. Yeah, I think so. so. I, I think, think so. we're good there, Don. Good, good. If you don't have caller ID, uh, I, I have it still. It's Star 69. You can, you can read the number to call. He's, Star 69 is still a thing? I, that I was that has got to make the bingo list right there. <laughs> Star 69. I didn't know that was still a thing, Don. David, if you don't put that on there, you're you're done. You're banned forever. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot that I know about that, that you don't know about, but but anyway, things are good. You know, I've been rocking the purple and gold. Uh, I'm proud of the way the Pirates have come out. Uh, it, it's easy to rock the purple and gold when you know you have two or three clean shirts, and and uh, you know. But moving on, just I wrote down my report, and I figured I'd reach out because I'm, I'm excited, Cliff. I'm excited. You know, uh, a good buddy of mine who, who since passed, uh, Don Madden. He used to talk about his uh, the way he prepared Thanksgiving dinner and, and Christmas dinners and production or, or whatnot. That's not like what college football could be right now. It's like a crockpot. You know, you can you can take a uh, a transfer, a fifth year guy, someone who redshirted. You know, there's so many different weapons you can add in together, and then you put that with a fan base like Greenville, North Carolina, and then you also mix in that they're buying into what the coaches are selling. You know, you put that together, Cliff, and for those younger listeners, I mean, that are up there like uh, like Weave and and you and I, you know, the, the peach ball season. That was my immediate response last week after the loss. It was tough. It was it was heartbreaking. It, it was possibly the worst loss I've ever gone through as a, as a Pirate fan. Um, but I just kind of want to just get your guys' thoughts on the possibilities of this season. Um 
considering all that I, that I just wrote down about a, a crock pot. <laughs> all right. I didn't know where you were going with the crock pot, but I think you got there. I think you got there. So I just. I'm going to just open it up to you guys. All right. I'm trying to get back into it. Um, you know, as far as an idea after an interception, what about the loonies? I got five on it. If you have to have five fingers. <laughs> Actually, you should have ten fingers on it, but... <laughs> Don Jaworski. Wait a minute. Don, do you have a crock pot in the jail cell you're calling from? Because it's awful hollow there. <laughs> Sounds like you're calling from a big, giant crock pot. I know, right? Yeah. Or a big tin can. <laughs> All right, there's Don Jaworski. Uh, Jaws, great to hear from you, man. He is the, uh, the brother of Ron Jaworski, according to him. We have not verified that. Uh, but Billy... You got your recruits. You have your transfers here. Chance Bates. How about those receivers tonight? Yeah. Isaiah Winstead. Jalen Johnson, nine for 90 plus. Big game for him. You got the Pirate fans. You got Mike Houston. Throw them all you in throw the it in pot. the crock pot. You and let we, it simmer. We let it simmer till December. And boom, we're in, a, we're in a then, conference championship game. And then it just comes out just tasty and tender. All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the call, Jaws. All right, Jeff, Dallas, Luke, you are up next oh, on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. A lot more to go. We're back with you after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Now with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rose. All right, some quick scores for you with just about a minute to go in the game. Northern Illinois leads Tulsa 35-31. It is Kentucky 23-Florida 16 in the fourth quarter. Here's an interesting one. Nebraska and Georgia Southern are tied at 35 apiece in the third quarter. By the way, Nebraska paid Georgia Southern $1.4 million to play in Lincoln. Auburn leads San Jose State 24-13 in the fourth. It is USC 41, Stanford 3. It is Boston College leading, uh, excuse me, trailing Virginia Tech 24-10. And Michigan is all over Hawaii. 35-0 in the second quarter is that score. That is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard brought to you by the Buck. It's your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates in eastern North Carolina. They're open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night along with football. You can follow the Buck on Facebook and Instagram for an updated schedule. And we'll see you at the Buck. Now let's head back into the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right. I'm uh, fighting a Parker's coma after all the Parkers today. It was fancy. Go to parkersbbq.com. Three locations in Greenville to serve you, and they ship nationwide. So uh, if mm. you are like Jeff in Louisiana we're about to get to, he can order Parkers and have it at his doorstep. Yes, and uh, update, Shirley uh, <clears throat> said it was 23-16 to 16 as she was talking. Kentucky kicked a field goal. It's now 26-16 with 117 to play. Number 20, Kentucky. Got number twenty, uh, number twelve, Florida on the ropes. Also, another oh. update. <clears throat> almost just intercepted. It Georgia too, Southern has just taken the lead on Nebraska, thirty-eight thirty-five, wow. early Cow. fourth quarter. That is crazy. All Luke right. score thirty. Uh, Luke and Dallas, hang on. Hey, we actually have an open line for the first time since we started. Three one seven twelve fifty. Jeff is up right now in Louisiana. Hey, Jeff. 
Hey, good evening, fellas. How y'all doing? Great. Good. I, hey, Cliff, I just wanted to give you props. You called ECU big uh, last week, so you were right. So All right. I love hearing I was right. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so just a few things. So the offensive line kind of looked tired around the second and third quarter until they finally broke it open in the fourth. Um, special teams, of course, but uh, that's – I felt like every time I saw Holton, they were picking him, up, picking him up off the ground there for the second and third quarter. So hopefully we can get some offensive line work and, of course, uh, blocking on special teams. But love the win. Let's go get Campbell next week. All right, Jeff. Thanks for tuning in and calling in. Jeff in Louisiana. And as you said, we've uh, – great to have correctable mistakes after a W mm-hmm. rather than an L. Yeah, because it's so much easier. You know what? When when you have a loss, uh, the, the guys are down. They're disgusted. They're, you know, they're not – in a in a good place so those those are times you can't really teach can't get on guys because you never know what's going to happen the guys are up um they're having fun and then those are teachable moments those are times that coach can get on you say hey guys let's you know don't celebrate too much let's get back into this thing let's get back into the grind players will accept those coachings much better after uh, after a win all right dallas is up next in duplin county on the pit electric live line hey dallas Hey guys, how's it going? Going good. Hey, uh, just just a couple things. Um, really, I think special teams blocking. Uh, we got we got to bucket down on that. I, I don't I don't want to. I want PATs to be freebies. You know what I mean? I don't want to worry about making an extra point. Like that's 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 too stressful when we're sitting there worrying about if an extra point's going to be blocked or not. So we really got to button button down the hatches on that. But you know, I was really happy about the game tonight. Uh, you know, we, we handled business as we should. And, you know, I, I was happy about the game last week, happy about the game last night or tonight. It, it, it's, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the boys. But the only other thing I got to say is Keaton Mitchell, we got to get him more involved, man. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a nuclear weapon. He's, he, we, we got to get him out in space. We got to get him more involved. Uh, I love Raji. I love Raji up front, you know, first downs, you know, or, and, and goal line opportunities. Give it to Raji. Give it to big man. But but Keaton Mitchell's got to get more involved out in space. we got to get him, you know, more opportunities uh, as far as the drive goes because he had that 81-yard touchdown tonight. And I think, you know, more opportunities we give him, the better. So I, that, that's all I got. But I just got to gotta preach. Keaton Mitchell's horn because we we, we got to get him more involved. All right, thanks for the call, Dallas. He had 18 carries tonight, which is a pretty good number yeah. for him, I think. But uh, he got hit in the backfield a lot. I would uh, like to see some two yard. Good. I'm sorry, no, no, no. He had some short gains, but like I said earlier, he's always got that home run potential. I would like to see some screens. Um, Absolutely, get him in the the back out of the backfield, catch him passes, things like that. Who's the last guy that we really talked about that you had to get in space, you had to get out on the edges, and you had to make uh, get plays with Christopher Johnson? There you go. Yeah, exactly. And to some degree, Dwayne, but not not as not like we're talking about Keaton and Chris. because you're talking about track star speed. Yeah. I mean, you're you're talking about NFL speed. You're talking about um, breakaway speed. And when you've got speed like that, you want to get those uh, those players out in space. Or as Gus Johnson would call it, speed. speed. Luke is up in Kannapolis. Hello, Luke. 
Hey, 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 Oh, now it's a heap of garbage. That's what I'm saying. We, we ain't going nowhere within my high center. Oh, boy. All right. That's what you waited on hold to say? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Clip you cute. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad you hang on to say that. All right, Luke. Just pick on Twitter. You, you, you look real nice. All right. We're good on Luke. Thanks, Luke. 317-1250. Charlie is up in Pittsburgh. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Cliff. Hey, Billy. Appreciate y'all uh, taking my call. Boy, that was a tough act to follow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good that luck. One, yeah. <laughs> Best call of the night. Yeah. Well, I got a, a couple things to say. I, I, no, I'm not the first one to say it, but um, the offensive block, the offensive line play, blocking on both regular offense and special teams has really, really got to improve. And I'm not a, I'm not an X's and O's guy by any means. Um, I just, I, I played offensive line in high school and I pay attention to that. Um, and but you didn't have to pay really. You didn't have to pay attention too hard to see that we were getting blown off the ball um, a lot on on just regular offense. You know they were putting a lot of pressure on Holton, and um, I really wasn't expecting that. I, I was pretty I was pretty happy uh, overall with the offensive line play. Um, I mean, they, aside from special teams last week, but um, kind of felt like we took a little bit of a step back on that this week. And um, I hope they can clean that up. But I do, there are two positives that I want to mention. The uh, first thing has to do with Owen Daffer. Um, and from where we were sitting in the stadium, uh, every time he came out on the field today, the fans were standing up, were cheering, clapping, and showing support for the kid. And so I was really happy about that. I personally didn't experience anybody being negative towards him tonight, which I was happy about. Another thing I want to say um, that I noticed uh, towards the end of the third quarter, when the score was still pretty close, it felt like to me that Old Dominion was getting frustrated. Because a lot of things they were trying wasn't working, and they were, you know, just becoming less disciplined. They were being more chippy and talking more trash on the field, more penalties. And that's when I kind of started thinking, you know, the wheels might come here soon. So I, I just wanted to make a point that in that they lost their heads, and it seemed like our boys didn't, um, which is a sign of a good football team, and that's what you got to have to win games. But I'm happy about this one today. Um, I would have believed the final score if you'd have told me, but I wouldn't have quite believed how we got there. Uh, but a W is a W, and um, I'm happy about it. So uh, thank you all for taking my call. I'll uh, be there next weekend. Go Pirates. Yeah, uh, a good call, Charlie. And uh, on the UB stat sheet, there are the score itself and really some of these rushing numbers and everything – it looks a little deceiving. It yeah. was kind of a strange game. Uh, the better team did win. That was good to see. As far as uh, Charlie saying that they were getting frustrated, and uh, maybe it's not a frustration thing, but Billy, just to bring it on the air, you said their receiver, uh, Jennings, was yapping the entire oh, yeah, game. Yeah. And I tell you what, when you have 200 yards and three touchdowns, I guess you can yap a little. Yeah, but it wasn't just him. Uh, there was a lot of guys. There was a lot of chippy play. It was a lot of stuff away from the ball, especially on special teams, on punt returns and things like that. Guys were getting locked up. Well, we saw at least two examples of guys hitting a pirate after the play. And I don't oh, know if yeah. East Carolina was you know, doing it as well, but those are usually called when you get a hand in the face mask after a play. Well, and I, I, I said to my wife when we were sitting in the stands, after about the fourth helmet that I saw on the the ground 
uh, I said to her, I said, you know what? I've got, a lot of guys are getting chippy out there. They're pulling helmets off. They're hitting each other a little bit up under the chin. Um, there was a lot of talking, a lot of yapping, but good kudos to East Carolina. Yeah. They didn't They didn't play into that. Kept and, a cool and, head. And I, I think that's what happens a lot of times. When you're an underdog, you're looking for any advantage you can. East Carolina didn't let it get into their head. And kudos to a guy like C.J. Johnson who did not get into anything like that as well. Yeah. When last year, maybe that would have been a different story. He's got a reputation, and you know coaches know it on that's the right team. that's right and they're saying hey this guy can lose his temper easy let's jaw at him a little bit more kind of get him out of his game out of his rhythm that wasn't the case with east carolina so kudos to them for that all right charlie appreciate the call as always david katie hang on we'll take a timeout. come back we got two open lines 317-1250 as we go into the night nfl sunday kickoff eve here Looking forward to a fun Sunday. Looking forward to more of your calls on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. We're back after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. We roll on. Shirley Rhodes, the Chan man. So I'll uh, CJ Schaefer, the big dog back from the postgame press conference. Billy Weaver to my left as we celebrate an East Carolina victory tonight over Old Dominion. 39-21. Pirates a winner. Let's uh, continue on with the calls as uh, Josh, Carlos, Katie, you are on deck. But right now we go to David in Farmville. Hey, David. Hey guys, uh, appreciate uh, appreciate it. Um, hey, I, I, I agree, absolutely agree with you, uh, Billy, uh, uh, about getting Keaton Mitchell outside um, uh, all game long. Uh, all you see over and over again are inside runs, inside the tackles, inside the guards, up the middle. Um, I, I honestly think uh, Kirkpatrick uh, has been bringing his Big Ten uh, run playbook uh, to the games and using it. Um, we're not, we're not Wisconsin. We're not Michigan. Um, you've got speed. Design some plays to get in there. No toss sweeps, no, no option play, no nothing to get into the edge. Um, it's just pound the middle, pound the middle, pound the middle. Now we got fortunate toward the end of the game uh, when ODU kind of wore down a bit and we were able to break some runs. But, uh, you know, I just – you've got the speed – Put him outside. Do something uh, to get him out there. You know, do a do a screen pass to him. Line him up in the slot. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, the other thing was really the frustrating part about tonight. ODU's defensive line was significantly undersized compared to NC State's. Yeah, they manhandled most of the game. ECU's offensive line. Um, we had an extremely hard time uh, handling them. Um, a couple of times, uh, Holton got pressured with a three-man rush. Um, I don't know if it was because of the quickness, um, but, uh, yeah, that was frustrating. And then the only last thing I'd say, um, I figured out why uh, Owen Daffer, you know, is a little nervous kicking field goals and extra points, and nobody's blocking for him. Um, the, the two blocks that he had uh, tonight, I think, uh, they came right up the middle, almost untouched. Uh, they've got to get that fixed. Um, but all in all, uh, I love Winstead. I love his hands. Um, Johnson's looking good. Um, the kid from Georgia. Uh, didn't see a whole lot of CJ tonight, but uh, um, I'll take the win and move forward. 
and uh, appreciate it, and I'll hang up and listen. All right. Thanks, David. Um, Ryan Jones, three for 39 and a touchdown tonight. Felt like he was, he had, he did more than that. I don't know, just watching the game live, but you've got so many guys. CJ Johnson, one catch. Uh, You know, last year we'd have been in trouble there probably, but I mean, we got so many. Jalen Johnson with nine. Isaiah Winstead once again stepping up. uh, Five catches, 89 yards for him. Uh, Calhoun had a couple. Rajay had four. So they are spreading the football around. And and David had complaints that were certainly valid, but again, East Carolina wins it thirty nine twenty one, and we're taking these complaints after a win. We we're, <laughs> for years we took those complaints after bad no, losses. No, that's good though. So it's a good thing to be talking about what we can clean up after a victory. Absolutely. Like and um, uh, our buddy Brian Meador, you know, he he shoots the coaches show for uh, the Mike Houston coaches show that uh, airs on Channel Nine each uh, each Sunday. So if if you're a Pirate fan, which obviously you are, if you're listening to this show, you need to tune in tomorrow and hear what Mike Houston had to say because he's got some interesting comments. It's going to come up on the coaches show. Um, you know, we did we haven't talked about this that East Carolina could have punched it in down at the uh, near the goal line towards the end of the game and ran up the score a little bit more. Mike Houston chose not to do that, and he had every right to do it. Uh, because of the way you know, we talked a little bit earlier before the break about the chippiness, about the talking, about the yapping. Uh, he kind of expands on that a little bit tomorrow in the coaches show. So I'm not going to get into that a whole lot, but uh, just uh, just know, watch the coaches show. That's a plug for the coaches show tomorrow, and check out what Mike Houston has to say about that. It's going to be very interesting. All right, next up, Katie and Dunn on the Pit Electric Live Line. Hey, Katie. 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 We try, Carlos. That's that's zero for two for Dunn. The city of Dunn is zero for Dunn two. Dunn is having a Dunn rough is, night. Dunn is done. Two and done. Uh, Carlos is in Fountain. Hey, Carlos. Hi. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Really hope good. you are. Nice voice on you, Carlos. Yes. Well, I, I've been doing this. I'm. I've got gray hair. I've been doing this since '83. The wife and I. She's a graduate. I'm not. But anyhow, uh, I just. I was so tickled to hear that Houston was concentrating on getting some offensive line depth and it seems to have helped a little bit you know they're 18 to 22 year olds they're not perfect you know I look back when y'all were 18 to 22 you know uh, but they're still our pirates and I've sat through some two and nine and three and eight seasons but anyhow that's where I uh, Houston's got us headed the right way. I think y'all know that. Sure seems that way, and we're yeah we're seeing it on Saturdays now. Yeah, Carlos. And, and we're not seeing the three and nine seasons anymore, which is the the best thing about that. All right, thank you. Uh-huh. All right, thank you for uh, tuning in. By the way, uh, we saw a gentleman today in the UB parking lot who uh, said, "What's up to Chandler?" And I said he loves the the fifth quarter. We. Now, Chandler thinks it might have been our wrestler from There's last week. no doubt about it, dude. He had an he, awesome voice. He was oh, talking about he? how, I can't wait for the fifth quarter, but he was in that voice. I'm telling I can't you. Wait for the fifth I can't quarter. wait for the fifth oh, quarter. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. if that was you, and that was you that called in last week, we got to hear me, you, brother. Man. Even if you don't have a take, just call in so we can hear your wrestler voice. Yes, please. Absolutely. So, we're calling you out. All right. Uh, Josh is up next in Wilmington. Hey, Josh. Hey guys, how you doing? Keep it moving. Um, just one thing I've kind of been thinking on for a while, and I'm surprised no one's even touched it, or at least if they have, I missed it. Um, 
We had it, what, fourth and one, and ran it, shotgun, got caught, and turned over on downs. Why don't we have anything with Holton under center? I mean, we, we, we've been we, saying that for three I mean, years. They, they, I think Donnie answered this too. Like, why didn't yeah. they go under center last week? And he, it's not in their playbook. I, they, they just, they, I don't know. They just don't. I guess because the middle is so clogged, and they think it gives you a better option. Donnie said, and it, I'll just say what Donnie said Monday on the Brian Bailey show. The running back, you know, starts from the same spot anyway, and even if you're under center, the quarterback has to turn around, hand the ball to the running back. We all know that. We watch football. We know how it works. But for whatever reason, that's just not in their operations manual. Yeah. It's easy. Colton, he just falls. He's six foot. Yeah. I get it. I get it. We get that. Yeah, I know. I don't know. They just don't. They don't. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, and something else that hasn't been mentioned yet, too. Uh, if you remember, right after coming up short on that fourth down and Old Dominion uh, gets the ball, kudos to the ECU defense for going three and out. They've been or good holding on that this year. That's right. And you know what? How much confidence does that give? Mike Houston to go forward on right. fourth down when he knows he's got the defense behind him. I, I think that opens up uh, just a whole new avenue. Yeah, and uh, it, it, you know, so that, that's nice to have that. You know, you have that defense. If we don't make it on fourth and one, our defense can hold them to a three and out. We get the ball right back, which is ex- exactly what happened. All right, Josh. Anything else, man? I'll take that as enough. All right, McGuire, Don, hang on. We'll get to you next. 317-1250. Got a couple open lines. More to go on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter calling show. Back after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. 317-1250, the number on the Pit Electric Live line. You can visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Sailor locations. Experience the highest standard of customer service next to Little Caesars on Charles Boulevard in Greenville in front of Lowe's Home Improvement on Memorial Drive in Greenville next to Walmart on 10th Street in Greenville in the U.S. Sailor store in the Greenville Mall behind the Chick-fil-A. If you are entertained by the fifth quarter, uh, make sure you help us out by going to our sponsor locations and giving them uh, some of your hard-earned money, including Parker's Barbecue. Or you can give it straight to me, and I'll give it to them. Well, yeah, if you want a middleman, we'll, Billy and I will be glad to take yeah, care of that. We'll spend your money for you. Uh, Parker's Barbecue, UBE, uh, we appreciate it. Also, thanks to Pitt Electric for the live line. And uh, you are tuned in to the USA Alert fifth quarter call-in show. Brown and Wood drive the game coming up in a moment. We've got a lot of options, which is always a good thing. Yes, sir. All right, McGuire, you are up next in Daytoner. Hey, McGuire. Hey, guys. Hmm. How you doing tonight? I'm on the radio. Oh, boy. I'm famous. McGuire, what are you doing, man? Yeah. All right. Don is up next in Raleigh. Hello, Don. Don, are you there? Hey. Hey. Hey, so uh, I really don't have any complaints tonight, to be honest. Um, I really started listening to y'all's show during the Scotty montgomery area so i kind of know uh 
that was almost just letting off steam during those shows. <laughs> no, that that was just flat out brutal. You can say it. That was flat out brutal. Awful. Terrible. Terrible. So, Terrible, as Charles Barkley would say. Not much bad to say. Um, the only concern I really have is uh, worrying about um, Holton's shoulder. I kind of, yeah, I don't know how much that was covered. I tuned in kind of late, but kind of worry about, you know, that kind of instability going on and kind of almost wondered why they didn't pull him a little later in the in the fourth quarter when we were up three scores but um that's kind of the only only concern i have going forward and kind of in conference play that's kind of the big picture i'd say but Don, Don, that's a good point, too, and um, I kind of made an observation. I don't know if uh, it was shown on the TV, but uh, there was a play where he had uh, pocket broke down a little bit. He didn't have a receiver. He ran, uh, had a little bit of yardage, but he dove forward instead of doing a slide, uh, which we kind of – we talked about that last year, the slides, some of the slides that he had. But he dove forward, and I – at that moment when he came up, it seemed to me like he maybe have winced a little bit. Um, didn't seem to affect him the rest of the game, but I thought about that shoulder too as well. So I, you know, that's that's something we got to keep an eye on. Yeah. Yeah. The more you know, I'm an ER nurse, and we had to reduce a ton of those. And the more the more it happens, the more instability you have. So I kind of I hate for that to become an issue later in the season or something. I wonder next week what they'll what they'll do as far as that goes. But um, well, well hope, hopefully, hopefully next week they've got such a huge lead in the fourth quarter that they'll uh, they'll take Holton out early, and hopefully he'll never have to see you while you're working. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't mean that in a bad way. We just <laughs> we mean that in all positive ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Don. Yeah, I mean, defense looks good too. So yep. that's a that's a new thing to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, I could get used to it. I hope uh, I hope it sticks around, no doubt. Yeah, well, I love the show, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Don. Uh, Billy, I chuckled there when you said Holton winced, and that's because you were talking about him wincing kind of in pain perhaps, but it almost sounds like a negative connotation for a quarterback because our quarterback is Carson Wentz. Uh, <laughs> and all I can think about is I him. I was wondering why I was getting that, but that's, yeah. that's funny. I, that that's where funny. my mind went, and I was like, he when, he throw, when he fumbles tomorrow, then he, we they can, can say he wins. I'll say, hey, Billy. Uh, uh, Carson just wins. He just wins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, uh, three, 317-1250. Isaac, funny. you're up next in Greenville. Hey, Isaac. Hello, hello. Hello. Good. Uh, well, all I want to talk about is just like our schedule for right now, playing over half of our home games in September. I think after tonight's win, uh, big crowd going to show up next week, hopefully, for Campbell. I mean, in-state, it's got to be. Uh, so as long as we can keep the crowd noise up, I think we can win any game at home for the rest of the season. But also with the way our defense is playing, I mean, we can definitely stop and keep anybody below 30 points for the rest of the season. That's the most definite. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, defense is strong, uh, and everybody's been saying it, but special teams just need some work. I mean, that's obvious. We saw it tonight. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, Isaac. Thanks for the call, man, and uh, appreciate you tuning in. Campbell, by the way, this is the first time I, I'll admit to you I am looking at their football schedule. They are one and one 
they beat the citadel 29 to 10 got beat today by william and mary 37 to 21 take who's, that who's after uh east carolina on their schedule just i'm just curious north carolina central well i mean the rest of the do you have the rest of the schedule campbell schedule yeah central charleston southern robert morris jackson state that's prime time yeah wow uh, where is that is that going to be in at jackson creek? state oh uh now a- if that was in Bowie's creek i might go to that game if it was not an ecu home game a and t the uh bryant bulldogs the running bulldogs of gardner webb and delaware state all right so um I'm going to throw it out there now. David, are you listening? This week is going to be Campbell's Super Bowl. So if you've got that on your bingo card. (laughs) When did Billy make that huge mistake saying that? Who was it, Chandler? You remember? It was last year, the first game. It was App State. I wanted to throw tomatoes at you. The very first game. And how about App State's like, App State, you know what? They kicked our ass. No, but but App State has taken that to heart since then. Look what they've done since then. (laughs) They knocked off Texas A&M today. That's right. And they they went toe-to-toe with North Carolina and scored 130,000 points. Was that their Thanks to Billy Weaver. That was their Super Bowl. They've been to more yes. Super Bowls they, than Tom they Brady. Were, well, they won the Super Bowl today. Yeah. They were they're they're one and three in Super Bowls right now. No, 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 no. No, no two <laughs> that's right, two and one. I'm sorry. Two, two and, and one, one in their last three Super yeah. Bowls. Yeah. All right. Uh Brian's up in Raleigh. Hey Brian. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. So uh you know, a lot of stuff's been said already on the, the show today, but I think for me one of the things that really seems to be be changing is um, I, I it, and you can hear it in everybody's voice. Every, people, our fans think that we can win, right? The the mentality around this entire program, you can really, I really feel like, that, you know, last year we were kind of hoping, well, you know, we think they could be good, but maybe they'll have a chance in this game. And I think people are are looking at the schedule and going, there's there's no reason, right? There's no reason why they should be competitive. And uh, and have a chance to win, you know, any of the remaining games on their schedule, and that's uh, that's a uh, an accomplishment to the the guys who came in when the program was down, the coaches, and the, and the work they've all put in that to help turn this thing around, and the, the fans are starting to get behind it, and it's just great to see, you know, like you know, that was not that long ago, right, where you're looking at the schedule and you're going, well, you know, they don't have a shot at this one. Or they don't have a shot at this one, or maybe this one's a toss-up. But, you know, maybe they got a chance at you know pull, pulling out this game, and you really just didn't have a lot of hope going into some of these games against better teams that the, the Pirates were going to have much of a chance, and you just didn't want them to get embarrassed. It, it's totally changed. People have a lot of hope uh, and uh, a lot of positive feel right now, and it, it's it's all the the hard work and and. Uh, passion people are putting behind this and i really hope it continues that's what you know that's what breeds success you know over the long term is uh is you know continuing that and then you know keeping that per- performance on the field so uh you know definitely some things to clean up you know obviously on the field and that's great but just wanted to put that in that you know really you know it's great to see uh uh, you know, everybody with, with you know, the positive attitude and, and hope it continues. So go Pirates and we'll get the Campbell, uh, Campbells next week. All right, Brian, you're right. It, we feel like we should be able to play in any game on the schedule. And not just that, we're now going to be favored in these games over our peers. You look at the next three, maybe four, your favorites against Campbell for sure. Your favorites against Navy, you're going to be favored even on the road at South Florida. Tulane will probably be a close spread. 
uh but could be favored in that one on the road uh it'll be tight either way but uh yeah i mean east carolina is uh is back to where you can go into every game every week no matter the opponent and say hey we we got a shot to win this thing or we we should win this thing yeah because because apathy is the worst and and we've seen that you know i I hate to bring this up again but you know a number of people have mentioned the scotty montgomery area area Era. Oh, <laughs> I, boy. I was gonna. Somebody else said that, and I chuckled a little bit. Era, era, era. Era. Um, yeah, I mean, it, so it's it's nice to have that sense of confidence going into a game. The thing is, is now you're seeing the confidence from the players, the coaching staff, the administration. Everybody's like, "Look, we're you know we're confident going in this game where we're going to win," and that's half the battle right there. Hey, uh, Chandler, can I get you in here real quick? We've got currently. 88 more oh, viewers than we do likes Don't on YouTube. Don't tell me that. 88 people. Don't tell me More that. people are watching than have liked the uh, the stream. Come on, folks. I'm going to just tell you this. Keyword is smash. Smash the like. Smash the like. Smash the sub. If you're smash on YouTube. Smash the subscribe. Su- smash the subscribe what button, What are you folks. doing? Once again. We're not charging you. Once again. We're asking you to hit the thumb. It's hit so the simple. thumb. Look, and. Don't get me wrong. We appreciate you tuning in. Somewhat, yeah. But do us a favor, <laughs> folks. Smash the like. Smash! Smash the sub. Please. All right. It's Smash going, it, man. It's going up a little bit, but still, there's a lot of smashing that needs to be done. Oh, we're getting there. Up, it went up four we're, just like that. We're having, so we've had 10. We've had ask, 13 ask, smashes. Yeah. Now yeah. we're smash. going. Come on. Smash. Come on. Let's go. Let's clap smash. it up. Clap it up. Late smash. night. Let's go. Smash, smash baby. Smash the like. Smash. <laughs> Oh man, I feel like I'm on a telethon. Three one seven. Whoever is up next on the line, you better have liked or subscribed. Well, I'm not gonna tell Owen in Tampa to do anything because he is a wild card. Owen in Tampa, what's up, buddy? You're a smart man, Clipper. <laughs> what's up, man? Not much, man. You doing okay? Yeah. Uh, Good to hear from you. Yeah, well, I was gonna call in last week, but I was put on notice that Owens need to go get their scholarships yet, so I just stayed. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. But uh no, good win today. Um obviously we got a little things we need to clean up that I'd like to see us clean up before conference play because that will bite us against the Cincy Houston to the world. Weaver, are you watching TV? Pay attention. I'm, I'm listening and I, look I can I can multitask. I doubt it. I, hey, you're multitasking, you're watching me, watching TV, talking. You're triple tasking. You're not selling used cards anymore, get with the program. That's right, I'm selling poop medic- medication and don't give me any beep. Get it? Yeah, I hear you. Um, well, anyway, enough about the game. Everybody's already wound up to death. You guys paying attention to basketball? Have you got to see the team practice? I talked to somebody that saw the team practice, and they said that little dude from California is the ticket. He can penetrate. He can dish. The problem is nobody can make a three when they when he passes it to him. That's going to be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's going to be a problem. I think walking through that door is he? Yeah. Uh, anyway, boys, uh, if we lose the camel next week, I'm going to kill everyone. So, um, oh, you're not going to be alone. You're not. You're not alone in that boat. Well, if he kills everyone before we that, can, well, yeah, yeah, technically, I guess he would be alone in the boat. If he oh, and we're not going to lose the Campbell. Come on. Hey, man, I was getting nervous tonight when it was only a one-possession game and the clock was ticking. I'm like, you know what? I was never nervous. I really wasn't. Never nervous Purvis. No. It was 9-7, and then it was, what, 16-14. I was never nervous. 
I really was. Did you need to get off the weed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I it. I don't know. Maybe I've been drinking the Kool Aid. I, I just wasn't nervous. I'm with you, but it, it left. I was uneasy. I was like, man, we should be up by more right now. But I didn't think about losing the game. No, see, I agree with that. That I thought we should have been a, in a, in a much better position. But I never thought we were in jeopardy of losing that game. Well, clip. But- Billy hasn't been around when I've gone off after a bad loss. Oh yeah. no, I've heard those are I've legendary. Heard. Yeah, that was that was going to come out if we if we'd have dropped this game because uh, I already had a little chappage in the ass from the uh, play calling at the end of the first half there where we didn't even try. I know. So I saw you on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was uh, I was not happy about that. But anyway, boys, you guys have a good night, and it was good to talk to you. Hey, you be, too. Be, good to hear be, from you. Before you go, since since um, you would definitely go on a rampage if East Carolina were to lose to Campbell, I'm going to ask what you think the spread is going to be early on. I mean, there's no spread out yet, but what do you think the spread's going to be? Uh, I, I mean, I'm not a sports gambler. I leave that to clip, but um, I, it's got to be at least 21, maybe 24. What are you talking about, Campbell? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking even more, maybe a twenty-eight, thirty. I thought twenty. I thought twenty-one. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't bet on sports. I mean, no, I, I. I don't either. But I do like to. It'll to be know well north is. of twenty-one. If today was thirteen, 13 to, yeah. it's going to be twenty-eight at least. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah true. I mean, I. I've yelled about this. But all I care about is winning games. Yeah. As long as you win the game. Yeah, you say that now, and what happens if East Carolina wins by one and backs up out of there like Ruff used to say against <laughs> Campbell? You're going to be the first one calling here yapping and complaining, aren't you? Oh, I used to give it to Ruff. <laughs> 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 All right, Owen. I'll talk to you later. Later, bud. There's uh, Owen in Tampa, legendary fifth quarter caller. I got to pull up. We get, Maybe we'll pull up the best of Owen next week on Pirate Radio Live. He's had some amazing ones. Um, Tom is up next in Raleigh. Hello, Tom. Hey, guys. Look, I got an inside source that that game probably won't even have a spread. That's what they do with some of those teams that don't really hang around the, the betters, whatever. They don't seem a whole lot. But I have a reliable source from inside Campbell that if they get if they beat ECU next week, they're gonna they're done. They're throwing in the death penalty and they're just gonna quit football. So they're really <laughs> hyped about it, man. My good buddy's going up there and he keeps saying, "Yeah, man, you better watch out for the Camels." But the only, thing, the only negative thing I have to say right here is the fifth quarter is not as, not as interesting as it used to be because I used to love driving back to Raleigh hearing these crazy-ass people with all these end-of-the-world stories about <laughs> <laughs> So you're rooting for the Pirates to go back down in the dumps yeah, just so you can hear all the people get crazy, right? They, is that what I'm hearing? Cut off the, they cut off the game. They, cut, they like stopped the game in the third quarter one time. I don't remember who they were playing. And I had already left, and I was like, dude, this is going to be a fun interesting hell of a night to listen to these crazy people call about how ecu is going to throw in the towel for the season and i they, they were pretty fun now you just get yeah they play well pretty proud of them <laughs> well no we you know what we got a little bit of that early last season well how when did you start listening to the show tom the fifth quarter Man, I've 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 listened to it for for a while, man. Because I mean, we used to have. I mean, it's been a roller coaster. We had some great shows. We had championship years. We had the rough and Lincoln years that were fun, and then we had the yeah. the bottom out. So yeah, uh, yeah. the John Thompsons and the Scotty Montgomerys. When you had when you had the Scotty years, man, and yeah. I had left the stadium and I was real sad and I couldn't get anything on the radio and I pulled you guys up and I was like so excited that y'all came on so early because I was like, oh yeah, it made my night, man. It was a late game. We came on in like uh, mid third quarter one time because they were down by fifty. 
Yeah, I'm being facetious, man. I love I love ECU football, man. I love ECU as a whole, man, and, and love everything that's going with them right now, and, the, and like the, the the good vibes they're putting out when people see them on you know see them on TV. Now for Owen last week, I thought the greatest thing ever. You could hear the ovation like on the TV tonight. And <clears throat> that's good. I was wondering about that because I was in the stands and I had mentioned earlier that uh, the student section was was chanting Owen, Owen. Um, and I didn't know if that was loud enough to come over the TV broadcast. But that's nice well, to hear. My, my mom, my mom and dad, man, they're, they're both like different people. And my mom was so felt so bad when my dad was the one. Take your damn scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom was like, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Man, they're, they're cheering for him. I think she was about to tear up. And they're like, well, they're about to miss one tonight or they're going to be damn booing them next. <laughs> so what did he say tonight about the block kick? Was he putting oh, that man. on Owen? Well, he, the first thing he didn't say, he, looked, he said, he said, uh-huh. That's that first thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He was like, well, don't don't get too mad on him. It won't be his fault. And Ethel, <laughs> you just shut up over there. I'm watching <laughs> football. <laughs> he said, well, you, you probably don't think that's his fault either, but he kicked out and right to the hind end. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I just hope the uh, yeah, this doesn't break up any marriages. This kicking oh, man. deal we got going on. They've been married. They've been married for about fifty years. Dude. They're they're not. Oh yeah, they're, they're good. Yeah, they're good. All right. Uh, hey, look, guys. I appreciate all, all y'all do, man. And uh, we'll uh, we'll roll hopefully next week and uh, have a good year, man. Y'all have y'all have a good night. You Thank too. you, uh, Tom. That was great, man. All right, three one seven twelve fifty. I'm proud of you people. Uh, we have had 34 more likes since then. We still have 53 more people watching than we have likes. Uh, Non-League America said, I came over from the TuneIn app just to smash the like button. Yes, nice. sir. That's the kind of people we That's are That's what I'm talking for. about, baby. That's a good listener viewer right there. All right, uh, let's go. Shirley, what are you cheering about? I want to know. Tell me. What happened? Minute 10 left to go. Nebraska scored a touchdown. Georgia Southern marching down the field. They just threw like a 40-yard pass. We need to watch this. And yeah, right? he Why? just dropped it right in the bucket. And Georgia Southern now has it at, I believe, the 16, 17-yard line. Wow. So, first and 10, Georgia Southern, less than a minute to go in the game. All right, we got it on the TV. Oh, now. and we've got all sorts of flags flying, pass interference, Nebraska. Oh, yep, yep. All right, uh, let, you want to take Irving? Yeah, let's do Irving. Irving is up in Durham. Hey, Irving. Hey, I'm actually driving back to Durham, therefore I cannot smash the like button because I don't want to smash my car up. Well, how about this? When you get home, pull up the uh, the YouTube feed and hit a like for us, Irving. I will promise you I'll get that done. You demand. Thanks for thanks for keeping me company on the drive back. I just I, I'm probably going to go off on a weird tangent here after I say this, but I love some feedback on what I'm getting ready to ask you. But before that, great great victory for the Pirates. They hung in there, and one thing I, one thing I'm real thrilled about is the receivers. Uh, I can't believe it, but we may be more talented at receiver now than we were last year. Uh, that's a great bunch we've got uh, right now catching the football. Um, I thought. Olton played one of the better games he's ever played, at least that I've seen. He's virtually mistake-free. And I'm real happy to, <clears throat> real happy we're one-and-one. One. Um, the other question, or the, kind of the macro question I have is, with all this conference realignment going on, I'm wondering if down the road, if it might not make sense to take a look at the Sun Belt um, as a future conference for ECU, given that we're losing our top three teams uh, out of the AAC, um, and timing is everything. I'm wondering if maybe there's some talks about that behind closed doors, or I'm just wondering well, what you got uh, on that might be. 
I think you put East Carolina, Old Dominion, App State, and Georgia Southern all in the same conference. <laughs> Look, I mean, you don't go backwards from a, yeah. a financial standpoint. You just can't. So it would make more sense regionally and all that. But right now, the AAC is has a better TV contract, higher profile schools. The football, you'd have to go school for school. The Sun Belt could probably hang with the American, but the perception is and the dollars say that the American is a better financial spot to be in. So I don't think ECU, unless they were forced to leave the American, would you know drop down on their own accord for the Sun Belt. No, and it, like Clip said, it's a, oh whoa Georgia Southern just scored. Um, it, it sorry about that. Follow the money. Georgia Always Southern the takes money. the lead over Nebraska less than a minute to go. Scott Frost is. Li- legitimately getting fired this yeah, week yeah that's it for him wow he's done sorry uh irving <laughs> well um i i guess one the only way i would maybe counter that uh, for lack of a better description would be uh i guess it'd be a gamble i mean where where's conference where's our conference going to be in four or five years after we lose the big three yeah well i mean where's the but, sun belt going to be right uh, where is college football as a whole going to be now i'll say this the teams coming in are not that attractive UT, utsa is good but not a very uh, attractive program and what do we got charlotte fau whatever like uh, yeah it's not good but uh, it's still we'll see what the dollars say but uh, technically better than the Sun Belt, i guess i hear what you're saying i just i don't think it's it's feasible Okay, well, uh, th- thanks for taking my call, guys. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Irving. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Caroline, uh, Wendy, and Robert for smashing that like. Way to go, folks. On YouTube. We're very proud and, and uh, of you and, and happy for you. Man, Georgia Southern just smashed it in the end zone. That's awesome. What a day. What a day, man. September 10th will be the day of the Sun Belt. By the way. Ha, not in Greenville, my not friend. Not in Greenville, though. Ha, ha. By the way, I was informed by my fellow breaking news boy, C.J. Schaefer, Brett McMurphy tweeting out just a while ago, App State knocks off Texas A&M. Next week, college game day will be heading to Boone, North Carolina for Troy at Appalachian State. Wow. Seriously? Update George, uh, on the ensuing kickoff. Wait, don't tell us, Shirley. Yeah, we're, oh, about to we're, see we're, it. We're, we're, we're behind you on the oh, Sorry. No. What's going to happen, Billy? Well, something bad now. Is it good or bad? No, it could be a fumble. I it's going to be bad. It could be a fumble. I don't know. We're about to see. Shirley's ahead of us. In wow, that they just—they just put up a, a stat that Scott Frost is five and twenty-one in one-score games. Oh yeah, they lost a ton of tight ones last yeah, year. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's here, something's here gonna happen here, Billy. Off. Here's the kick. It's a long kick. Oh no, he's not gonna run it back. Please don't. Five, yards, ten, fifteen, twenty. Oh, oh no. no! Wow. His elbow was down, I believe. It looked like the elbow was down. Georgia Southern recovered. Still, still 39, what, 30 seconds left in the game. Yeah, they got a long ways to go. Shirley, uh, you want to – all right, take a break. Brandon, hang on, man. We're going to get to you when we return. We still got folks calling in, and we are going to serve you. And all we're asking from you is to smash the like, smash the subscribe, and tell us how awesome and handsome we are. We'll be back with you (laughs) after these words.
Did you say back to me? You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter post-game call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. There it is. Okay. I don't know if I missed it. It's getting late. Here's Clip Brock. Oh, my goodness, Billy. We got one second left. Nebraska. game coming down to the field goal kicker. 45 to 42. 52-yard attempt coming. Nebraska trying to send it in. We're going to ice the kicker. I'm out. Ice the kicker. So, I tell you what. While we're doing that, let's take some calls because people want to talk to us late night tonight after a pirate victory over Old Dominion on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. The likes are being smashed. I like that. And uh, Kevin is up in Jacksonville. Hey, Kevin. By the way, Shirley, don't spoil what's going to happen. I'm not going to I'm not going to look at you. Kevin, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, buddy. Uh, look, dude. Hey, uh, I think the guy was onto something back there with the uh, the Sun Belt. Uh, if ECU cannot come up with a big season and prove themselves and make it worthy for them to be in the Big 12 and play West Virginia, Cincinnati, UCF, those teams, then – you know, the Sun Belt's going to be the next best bet. I mean, the Sun Belt's better than the American, in your opinion. Yes, the travel. I mean, well, the, yeah, the, yeah, but the, the, we're we're talking about money, and we're talking about exposure. Exposure, te- yeah. I mean, that you, you the Sun Belt will be, but just like every other conference, the Sun Belt will be able to re- renegotiate the contract. Yeah. Well, okay. If those numbers are equal or greater than the american well sure i I just don't know if that's gonna be the case i just i just feel like uh it's either Ah! we're gonna end up in the big 12 or the one or the other i i I don't see the AAC going anywhere not with rice you mean it's like dissolving or are you just saying we're leaving yeah i just think that everybody's gonna leave everybody's good ucs gonna leave as soon as they can ECU will leave as soon as they can. Everyone will leave as soon as they can from the AAC. All right. Could be. All right, Kevin. Anything else? That's it. Uh, Great show. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. uh, Georgia Southern. Scott Frost is toast. He's out. He's out this week. He's got to be. Toast. He'll be fired by tomorrow. Yeah. And he is their own, you know, he was a great player. I remember watching him early, what was that, early 2000s. Uh, there at Nebraska, but uh, yeah, he's done. The goal, yeah. and they lose losing at 42. home to Georgia Southern. And Big yeah, yikes! That one's, that's a tough pill to swallow. There. All right, we go next to Graham. And r- r- yeah. I'm sorry, put that on the uh, the the card. Bingo! What the was bingo it? Card. Tough pill to swallow. Tough pill to swallow. Good yeah. cliche. Mm-hmm. Good one. Uh, Graham and Raleigh. Hey, Graham. How you doing? Great, man. I love you so much our o-line we gotta work on it though yeah well they yeah we 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 can't do anything about it but they, they need to work on it yeah yeah they gotta work on it like our kids getting sacked like all the time like i mean <laughs> what is happening get graham out of here all right there's graham and raleigh who has nothing better to do on a saturday night let's go to mark in fayetteville hey mark Hey, yes, Mark. On, uh, actually, riding back from the game, had a great game, and love listening to you guys on the on the way home uh, every, every week. But one thing that I've not heard anybody mention is for like in the game day experience, uh, the pirate walk. It, and I know today it was raining and and a little bit you know difficult, but 
that'd be something I'd like to hear. Like, um, I always uh, have to figure out, like, you know, usually it's two and a half hours uh, before the game, which I know is early. But, man, the Pirate Walk is, is really cool. And um, it, it'd be nice to, you know, just have it promoted a little bit. Say, hey, you know, this is when the team's expected. Yeah. Mark, did you go to the game last week? And I did. did. So they had kind of their normal big Pirate Walk, right? Right. Well, they they changed it the best I can tell. Uh, they used to pull up. It, it was a little bit longer. You, you, uh, you know, they came in at a different over by Minji's. Uh, now they come in at uh, behind scales. Okay. Well, I, I just asked because today I did see that they uh, tweeted earlier in the day that they were going to do like an abbreviated kind of pirate walk deal because of the uh, the weather. So I, I might have missed it, but. Usually, you don't hear much about it, and I just think, you know, it would be something if it was promoted a little bit more. It's yeah. exciting to see the players. Uh, Coach Houston is, man, he was pumped up today. I actually, before the state game, got to give him a fist pump, and uh, he, he's super. And uh, anyway, uh, just an idea. Yeah, promote the pirate walk a little better. All right, and I, that's, I, I, that's I agree good. with that. I agree with that too. And I, I think it need there needs to be something like even if it's kind of an air raid horn or something that goes off. They used off, to do that. I, that's what I they? thought. And yeah. I was going to ask you they that. They might I, still do. I don't know. And, and don't maybe know. they do. And I'm just tailgating, and I'm not really paying attention. But I think there needs to be some sort of siren, some sort of signal that hey, okay, Get in your spot. Yeah, in 15 minutes, you know when that siren goes off, that air raid siren, that in 15 minutes if pirate walk that gives everybody tailgating that wants to go over there and get time to get over there to see that because there's so many schools that do something similar to that i know auburn does uh something like that old miss they do one and a lot of a lot of schools do that and it's a really cool atmosphere um and i know the players really love it when everybody shows up yeah mark that's a good idea something we'll pass along and uh make sure you hit up the folks at ecu and, and make uh make your voice heard so good call Hey, thank you, and hey, we appreciate you guys. You make it so much fun. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Right, thank you, Mark. Good man. All right, 317-1250. You want to go to Brandon? Brandon in Charlotte? No? Yes? Brandon in Charlotte is up. Hey, Brandon. Hi. Uh, how's it going? Great, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, so, uh, I've been watching football all day. These Some of these scores are crazy. <laughs> like this Hawaii game, 3-42, to 42, crazy. There's been some uh, some wild scores. I know Michigan was, uh, I believe, a 51-point favorite in that game against Hawaii. Man, that's crazy. Well, if you if you remember early on, I was watching the game uh, out at the tailgate area. Uh, number one, Alabama almost lost at Texas. I mean, that would have rounded out an, a crazy day as well. I Speaking mean, of blowout, and you mentioned uh, Marshall beating Marshall, Notre Dame. Yeah, beating Notre wild. Dame today. And then and you got Georgia Southern winning. You got App State winning. I mean, there's there's been some craziness going on today. And Utah rolled up 73 in their game against Southern Utah. Wow. So, uh, yeah, wild scores today. Yeah, I'm just thinking like in the future, like about the championships, like it's going to be crazy this year. I already know. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. <laughs> All right, Brandon, anything else? Uh, yeah. Um, so how do you feel about uh, last week's game at ECU when the kicker missed the field goal? How do I feel about last week's game? We did a three hour show on last week's game, Brandon. Oh, I'll check that out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, push, smash that dang old like button when you check it out. Oh, we didn't, we didn't feel great about it. Spoiler alert. 
We feel better about this one. Oh, yeah, definitely. This game is a lot better. Yeah. I wish I knew what Rick Smith after, thought about that game last I week. I played last week's game. That was kind of disappointing because I'm, I'm an ECU fan. I'm an uh, ECU fan. That, good, that's yeah. a while. We don't get well, yeah. many of those callers. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we don't we don't get many ECU fans. What have you been doing tonight, Brandon? Glad to hear from you. And what have you been up to? I don't know what your <laughs> night's been like. I've been uh, hanging out with friends and you know doing a bunch of stuff. Like- doing a bunch of stuff. <laughs> what kind of stuff? Kind of, kind of stuff. Uh, you know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, dude. We're not cops, man. We're just asking. <laughs> You know, like hey, I'm a drug oh, dealer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm a I'm a dang on drug dealer. What so like, what, you what have you been doing? Uh, you know, hanging out. <sighs> yeah, for my team years. All right, okay, good deal. All right, Brandon, thanks, man. <laughs> it was good meeting you. Good meeting you. Have a good night. All right, yeah, you too. That was very strange, but uh, polite young man and entertaining. Very nice. Yes, yes. crazy scores, man. It is crazy. Uh. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> Mike, Jake, Luke, you are up next. What do you got, Chandler? <laughs> Wild scores, man. Hey, man. Did hey, y'all see those scores? Guys, um, crazy. Hit the like and uh, smash the sub. Dude, I saw a score today. It was like 41 to 13. That was crazy. That game last week, man. What did you think of the game last week? What did you think about that uh, Cincinnati game last year? Man, it was crazy. That score was crazy. All right. That was Brandon. The hurricane warning. The red flag is up. (laughs) Stand by. Hey, Shirley, why don't you take one of these and chill out? Shirley, you just need to chill. How about one of these brownies? Oh, because if if something happens the way I think it's going to happen... Hey, Shirley, the Uh-oh. phone's ringing. Trust me. It's about to get real ugly up in here. I'm going to take a couple of gummies, and Let's I'll be go. back with you <laughs> after this on the fifth quarter. It's crazy. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All righty. 317-1250 late into the night here on the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Call-In Show. We go back. Oh, my goodness. Lines are locked and loaded. On the Pit Electric Live line, John, Luke, Jake, hang on. We go to Mike in Winterville. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. It's 3 to nothing. BYU over Baylor currently late in the second quarter you're wondering yep we got it on the uh red zone right now nice hey how about them pirates man we've done well leadership is everything doing a hell of a job with uh with coaching and you see that difference between what we used to have and what we have now mike houston uh called a shot when he got here like we we believed in him but he said give me some time and we're gonna get this thing going and uh and sure enough uh he he's not a liar uh mike Nice to have hope. Uh, yeah. Earlier said, uh, get that fan base back into it and see what this place will be. And we uh, we got to go in the right direction. Thank you, guys. Go Pirates. All, All right. Tonight. Thanks, Mike. Hey, and something else we haven't really touched on tonight. No turnovers by the Pirates. Not a nary one? I don't remember one. Do you remember one? 
Um, I don't uh, remember. One. I don't remember a turnover. I think zero turnovers, if I'm not mistaken. All right, I have to look it up Does on the turnover UB on statute. down count. No, 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 no. no. Uh, We're not. We know the fourth down that that they didn't get. Well, I I personally count those as turnovers. I know coaches usually count those as turnovers but in the stats yeah but when we're talking about turnovers we're talking about fumbles or interceptions uh no no picks no fumbles lost uh we've and we uh we forced three yeah yeah well done jake is up in willsboro hey jake hey how you doing all right i love our special teams like it makes me want to go psycho and rape somebody (laughs) oh lord I love doing Turn Jake off. What do we yeah, dude? It's eleven okay, thirty. All right, on that's Saturday. A, that's enough. Do you not have a life? Get that's a life. Enough. Get a friend. That's enough. Did he just say R A? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And that is that's ridiculous. Get a life. That is absolutely idiotic. I'm ready to go home and you're wasting our time. Good God. And you're you're like we we have the FBI on the way to your house right now. Uh, Luke's up in Georgia. Hey, Luke. 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 Luke's gone. Luke. John is up in Greenville next. Hey, John. Hey, how's it going? Nah. Hopefully, you're going to make it a little bit better now after that last caller. <laughs> Don't screw this up, John. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm we will now. send Shirley to your house. We've got your address. Uh, we've got you pulled up on Google Maps right now. <laughs> well, I'm not far, so. <laughs> you can probably make that walk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John, what you got, man? Uh, well, first of all, that other caller that called in earlier, uh, the one that said that our offensive line needs work, I don't know where he's coming from. When I, from when I look at this offensive line compared to the offensive line in the last two to three years, it feels like Holton actually has time to throw the ball. Even even against State, it felt like it had he had time to throw the ball, which if their defensive line is all it's cracked up to be, it feels like they can buy time against anyone. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a matter of perspective. Like, I mean, if you look at lines in the past, and yes, this one is uh, certainly far ahead of where we've been. Um, could it get better? Absolutely. And again, East Carolina popped off some huge runs tonight and and had a drive or two where Rajay got going and the run game got going. I think people just, maybe people expected a, a better running attack and also protection tonight but again they're going to dominate campbell in the trenches they have to do that next week we'll see what happens against navy uh, south florida but yeah the, the line has certainly improved mike houston put a premium on it and the d-line and o-line have made massive jumps well it had it had a bunch to do with the sacks tonight too was it four or five sacks i yeah. don't remember four or five sacks tonight um you might have expected that in the first game against nc state i was a little surprised that they gave up that many sacks uh to old dominion that's fair, but I would say that through the transfer portal, Old Dominion has some pretty sizable players. Yeah, their defense is uh, is, is solid. They showed it last week against Virginia Tech. Hey, hey, let me let me tell you something too about Old Dominion in that area for the long because I'm from that Tidewater area. There have been numerous major big time athletes that come out of that area. Everybody, East Carolina has been trying for years and years and years to get into that market to be able to get athletes. Um, 
Virginia Tech made a living down in the Tidewater area and got all those players. Now that Old Dominion has a football team that's up and coming, they're starting to get those um, those athletes right there in their own backyard. There are some major, major D1 athletes in that Tidewater area. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Virginia Tech is sweating right now. They are. <laughs> they, got, they, got, they got tired of getting beaten by us. They thought they could go pick on Old Dominion. They've lost the last two games against them. It's awesome couldn't have happened to a better better squad yeah and keep an eye on odu they still have virginia and liberty on the They've schedule got virginia up next weekend they're going for the state title and you want to talk about recruiting and all that oh as my down goodness. as virginia tech is virginia got blown out today against illinois this odu team could legitimately go three and oh in their state we'll and they see. yeah they could say they are the best team in the state of virginia you know i mean you don't william and mary and richmond i don't think you put those in the category of of course you know Virginia Tech and Virginia, but Old Dominion, man, look out! This is a team on the rise and a program on the rise. Honestly, I hope they do. It just makes us look yeah. better. Yeah, I agree. All right, John. Y'all have a nice night. Appreciate you it, too. man. Thank you. All right, last call for your calls: three one seven twelve fifty. We'll take a timeout. Come back. We'll have our Brown and Wood drive of the game. Clean up some late calls and more and we got a fourth down coming that, I, was that fourth and goal or is it now fourth and I goal? I see a fist raised yeah. which means we're going to have fourth and goal inside the one for Baylor as BYU has been stingy they're pitching a shutout right now so we'll uh, update you one more time on scores and get ready to wrap things up here on the fifth quarter after this You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, Baylor breaks through, scores the first touchdown of the game in Provo. BYU's got it, now trying to drive before halftime. It is Baylor 6, BYU 3. The Pirates will see these talented Cougars later on this season in Provo, Utah. All right, uh, 317-1250, last call for your calls. David is up in Greenville. Hey, David. Hey, guys. Hey, another great fifth quarter, minus the uh, caller just a, a few minutes ago. Completely uncalled for. Absolutely. What you got for us? I'm so glad my, I'm so glad my son talked me into coming uh, to the game today. Driving in from Greensboro again, we've got season tickets. Love every moment. And despite the rain drizzle, what a game to uh, what a game to watch. Two questions, though. Yeah, today, going into halftime, we had about a minute. And a few seconds left, and I'm I'm not sure why we can't seem to practice executing our um, two-minute drills and kind of finishing strong going into half. Yeah, well, look, I think if they had the ball last week, I'd start to understand that. I think if they had the ball at the 30 rather than where did they have it like the 15 it was like yeah, inside was the 20 inside the 20 yard line look the Mike Houston there. has shown who he is in these situations it's pretty yeah. conservative in these spots and yeah because the last thing he wants is for anybody to make a mistake you, you throw it out in the flats or a fumble and a, a pick six or a scoop and score at the end and then all of a sudden the the visiting team has all the momentum so it's it, it is conservative and, and that's that could be looked at as playing scared but mike houston i know people are frustrated with it his thought is we are in control of this game 
we're going to win this game. We just don't need anything disastrous to happen here, and we're going to win the game like they ended up doing. Right. I, I you, think that's you, his and reasoning. You, and you put the ball, you put the the outcome of the game for the most part in your the hands of your defense, which has been playing outstanding. Yes, that they have. But the flip side, you could build on that momentum and, and go into half uh, that much further up. And you know, to be quite honest, you know, whole nailers. Still looks like he's trying to slow the game down and get a better feel for it. And you know, we don't exactly have a great um, time management you know, at the end of uh, games or when we need to act quickly and score. So I'd love to see some work there. And the second, you know, kind of question or comment is, and I'll let you guys talk about this. Is um, yeah, where do we think we'll be at the end of the season with uh, the chances of Coach Houston? Yeah, staying on for another year. Do you think he's going to get picked? Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on how many games uh, does East Carolina win. If they hit the uh, the nine mark, I get a tad mm. nervous. Yeah. It also depends on what's open. And, you know, like Mike Houston, I, I, does he have a desire to coach Nebraska? You know, I don't know. Does he? Would he rather stay on the east and the south? Uh, he's Everywhere he's been so far has been in a little um, – south carolina north carolina virginia area so yeah i don't know if 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 the pirates get to nine wins this year though there's going to be people obviously looking at what ecu's doing and and looking at what mike houston's doing so it's one of those things man that we have to that is reality here yeah and that's that's the thing is we talked about this it's funny because we talked about this during the lean years that we wished we had a coach that people wanted to steal away from us remember we talked about that right and now you're getting into that conversation okay now what if what if this program continues to rise back to prominence where it used to be uh what if uh you know we see a nine or a ten win season what if somebody comes calling for mike houston those are all good things to think about so um i i that's the way i look at it and enjoy what you have now and just kind of worry about that when it comes uh, knocking at the door all right uh david thanks man all right uh tariq in Asheville. hello yeah how's it going how are you going good so uh what are your your uh, opinions on Jalen johnson Jalen johnson uh awesome tonight uh, he had and he and isaiah had a couple drops early uh last week but they both bounced back strong and for Jalen to go what nine tonight let's see let me look at it one more time on the ub stat sheet nine for 93 and became a, a go-to target and maybe that's one of those things i wasn't paying attention close enough but where they maybe focused in on cj and ryan in the middle or isaiah on the outside and jalen johnson was getting those one-on-one matchups taking advantage of it and he looked awesome tonight he looked awesome catching the ball he looked good after the catch uh he's a player and uh, i was super excited to see that tonight yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I I love Jalen Johnson. He's my n- so like. Jeez Come on, Louise, people, man. learn how we to. Got, just, we gotta. We, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. We're we're ending the show right we now. Figure out to stop this dumbass stuff too. Look, people. This is ridiculous. Don't say people. It's this it, one it, jackass. Okay. Yeah. It's this one freaking idiot. And we like. First of all, we have had the most inappropriate comments on the show so far. You've had prank callers coming through. You're you ruining the show for everybody else. Good. Everybody else wants to talk about the game, talk about, give us their thoughts, give us their feelings, or whatever. If you can't call in and give us a proper take 
Act like you've got some sense and don't freaking curse on the air because you're making me look bad and that's when you piss me off. Stop it. I'm done. All right. All of us have been here all day long working. We'd like to go home I sometime feel today. Kind of bad for that guy because this is his Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of sad when you think about it. And, and, and I'm, got nothing better to do. He's got nothing to do. And the thing is, to me, what's the overall objective? What are you? What are you trying to accomplish? Are you other, trying, other than making you yourself to, look stupid, right? Are you trying to make yourself? It's not look a stupid? very cool. Are you existence. trying to get hung up on? Are you thinking that in some weird way in your mind that you're going to go viral on some? I mean, what 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 exactly are you thinking? I don't know. What what is what's the end goal? Yeah, don't get it. Nah. Here's my end goal. We're ending the show. There you go. <laughs> Let's we're, do we're this. Do that anyway. We got to get our brown and wood drive the game. Brought to you by Brown and Wood, serving the Pirate Nation, Eastern North Carolina since 1937. Brown and Wood, your number one dealership in Greenville. Brown and Wood Auto on Greenville Boulevard, Greenville Online, brownandwoodauto.com. I like when we have options weave, and we do tonight. Yes. Uh, East Carolina gave up a touchdown in a snap to start the second half, made it 16 to 14. And then the Pirates came out 11 plays, 76 yards, 4 minutes, 41 seconds, ended with the shovel pass to Raji Harris yep. on third and goal for the touchdown. Also, Billy, you like these too. You're, you like uh, hot rods, fast cars, things I like do, that. I do, I do. Like, I like scoring fast. How about two one-play drives? Yeah, tonight? Steve Logan used to always – remember, Steve Logan used <sighs> to get crap for scoring too quick from, fan, from ECU fans. <laughs> I remember that back in the day. But I love it. Score quick, man. Score fast and – I love it, but uh, that that drive of the game actually was the first of four consecutive scoring drive for the Pirates. That one there is if you want to yeah. see it from a different angle, check out my Twitter page. I actually got video of that shovel pass, nice, nicely done, and that kind of uh, put the momentum back with East Carolina and put the game uh, st- was putting them out of reach 16 to 14 and then that touchdown and then you look up and it's 39 to 14 ball game so and they scored that late one but east carolina a winner tonight and that wraps it up for a long day of broadcasting here on the voice of the pirate nation pirate radio thanks to parker's barbecue for fueling us through the pregame and post game billy weaver one and one Let's Thanks, get another sir. one next week. And BYU just scored. Have a winning record, and uh, and we'll keep this thing rolling. We'll be back with you 2 o'clock next Saturday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. And then, of course, after the game on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. For the man of Chan, for Shirley Rhodes, Weave, I'm Cliff Brock. We'll see you next week on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. You have been listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Join us next time for complete postgame coverage of East Carolina football, exclusively on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.